he would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before, he'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Today, five-time Emmy winner Brian Cranston is here with a sneak peek at his fun new movie, Jerry and Marge Go Large. From Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Let's go. It's Tuesday. It's June the 14th. Um, I'm excited today because one of your college roomies is here. Yes, indeed. Mary Kevel is how I know Mary for many years. I was like, first of all, they said they invited somebody. They said they invited somebody from our past. And I, I was looking at all these Virginia Tech signs, and I saw Ma- Mary and I were college roommates, uh, friends Sorority for sissies. many years. Look, she's wearing your tried out hat. hat. And Mary's here. Mary. Oh, oh whoa! What oh. is happening? What is happening in that off. photo? Okay, that was me. Who? That's me too. Okay. Wait, Mary. There's a great story about how the two of you guys met. Is that true? Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I was Mary. cheering um, at, we were rival high schools. Yeah. She was at Fort Hunt, I was at Groveton. I was at Fort Hunt, okay. And we were cheering, and they always beat the crap out of us <laughs> every year, so we just tried to stay upbeat, and it was halftime, and they were crowning the homecoming queen, and it was Hody. And that was the first time I heard her name, and I was like, that's kind of a cool name. My girlfriends and I are like, well, maybe there's kind of cool people over there. <laughs> so fast forward six months, we met rushing for Tridel when we were 18, mm-hmm. and became best friends. There's oh, like a group of us and there's this group of girls who all love Hody just as much as I do. I mean, the fact that y'all call her Hody. Yeah. Was, can I ask you a question? Because I'm wondering when this originated, but Hoda um, now <laughs> likes to go to a party, do a quick circle and then sneak out <laughs> yeah. before anybody can even witness it. It's okay. called the Hodini. Did she do that sort of Irish exiting thing when you were? No, but I am Irish, so I could see how that might have together. Are you telling us that you taught her the Houdini? Maybe. Like, my family knows how to get out the back door. So I just, maybe. Did she stay late at parties, and what was she no, like? No, she was awesome. So we all, like, and this is just for all the young people, and your kids are kind of growing up, and the Hody's girls. <clears throat> we all stayed really tight together. Yeah. We really took care of each other. Yeah. And when we went from party to party, it was a, there was no no Mary was always behind. The, I, Mary was always the one who would make sure that no friend was left oh, behind oh, in a party. Where's so and so? Where's Rachel? Where we would all yep. Mary's like, yep. no, we're going. And you but could have I, like one more drink and you're like, no, I'm great. I'm dancing. <laughs> Mary's like, no, in the well, car. That 
is what, that's yeah. right. I feel like that we should be telling yes. teenagers yeah. to take care Look of their girls. You know, girls. My daughter's in a sorority at VCU. Yeah. She knows all the stories. She's like, Mom, it's fine. Like, I'm, yeah. text me when you get home. She's like, I'm now 21. Yeah. <laughs> like, just keep texting me. Yeah. But it was an important part of our growing up. Yeah. By the way, that's great. Isn't that great advice? So, Jen, how was, your, how was your college? We don't need to discuss no, that. I want to know. No, I we don't know. To, we don't need to discuss it. No, it was, don't you love Jenna, Mary? We don't need love. to discuss it. Don't oh, you love Mary? And Leany loves Leany. you. She has a sister named She's Leany. She's like, please Kathleen. say hi. Oh, well, tell Leany that I love her. You love And Leany should have been invited. Leany should have, too. <laughs> I mean, why was she, why were you just, it was just where was Leany? Well, Leany's younger, <laughs> oh, okay? okay? Well, Leany could have been my surprise. Okay, all right. All right, thanks, Mary. It's so funny you're here. Now, if you love Jenna's book club, and we all do, we've got great news. It is expanding, and by the way, this is where there is a need. I feel like a big need for books with young people. I'm so excited about it. Today we are launching Read with Jenna Jr., which is a kind of a hilarious so name. It's an extension of the book club, and we are so excited because we really Thanks, want Mike. to help kids develop a passion. Thank, Thank you, you, Mike. For reading, y'all, the summer months are crucial. Yeah. Okay, here's the list. It's for all ages, picture books, middle grade, young adult. Um, we have books here, Ramey Nightingale, yeah. which I loved. And this is a fun one to read to your kids. Kate DeCamillo is the author of this, who I'm- What age is that? Is that for this like- is, This is for like Mila's age, okay. 9, 10 nine, to 10. 12. Okay, got but it. But you can read it to your girls now. To your now. girls, okay. Um, Junie B is one of my all-time favorite characters. Reading this to my, to Poppy. Yeah. Because it's... Poppy is Junie B. Jones. <laughs> okay. was so much fun. Twins, I love oh. this. This is a great graphic novel. Not just because I am a twin, but I loved this. It's so much fun. Cute. It's about best friends and and anyway, we have a, we have all of these books for oh. all ages. And Good Night I, Moon, and Good Night Moon classic. classic. Gotta so have it. So read with us, y'all, um, and, and go to your local library. Can I take the Junie? Yes, of course. You can, can take the Junie. Take really the hope. Junie. Okay, cool. Um, you can head today.com to get our full list. Go to your libraries. Make sure you're reading to your kids this summer. All right. Do you, do you have that buzzing? Wait. That's the beehive. Oh, it looks like Queen Bee is about to draw, <laughs> drop some big news. There's Justin. <laughs> He's working the phones. He's getting us all this goop. It looks like he has three or four phones and iPads. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk with him right after this. <laughs> Beyonce's Beehive is buzzing with rumors of a big announcement. Here with the scoop on that and so much more. We've missed him. Daily Pops, oh, Justin Sylvester. Where have you been? <sighs> Justin. Love you guys. All right. I'm so happy to be back. We are going to get started. We're going to get to Beyonce, but let's start with Rebel Wilson. Mm -hmm. uh, she finally she made herself Instagram official. Yes, she announced that she is dating fashion and jewelry designer Ramona Agruma. She went on Instagram and she said that she thought that she was searching for a prince, but what she needed all along was a princess. Now, as a part of the letter people, I want to welcome Rebel. You know, Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris is going to send you orientation packets filled with pamphlets and useful information. Susie Arm is going to go ahead and collect your membership fees, but that is not what's going on right now. She came out and said today that she felt pressure and she was outed by an Australian, oh. uh, Australia's Sydney Morning Herald. And the writer apparently gave her two days to comment on it. So she went ahead and posted it herself and she is happy that she did. But can you believe somebody no. tried to out someone no. in 2022? No, it's Not so, it cool. seems so, yeah, uncool, uncool. Yeah, and, and it's also June, honey. It is Pride Month, okay? The gays were rallied, <laughs> we were ready to go, and we gave them some pressure, all right? Yes, all right. Gosh. Beyonce, Beyonce. 
There's oh, something up. What's happening? There's something you up. You guys. <laughs> what? Beyonce put the internet in a frenzy when she deleted all of her profile pictures from her social media oh. accounts. So what does that mean? And what does that mean? Wait, wait, wait. And then her website had a temporary pages titled B7, which would be her seventh album. <gasps> now, we miss nothing in the hive, honey. So we went ahead. I had to go ahead and look in the history books and get out my pop culture almanac because nobody would answer my phone calls at Beyonce's. And social media activity plus a brief disappearance, what? that tends to mean that something is coming out. What? I have a feeling we're getting an album, everybody. What? what? Okay, wow. I have a feeling. You just have a feeling, is that it? Just a feeling. So this is so if you go back a year ago, mm -hmm. she said in an interview that she had been working on music for oh. a year and a half at that point. Mm -hmm. So if you go ahead and do the math and add in the fact that she deleted everything and she's been missing for seven months, we have something coming. Okay, oh my gosh, good, good, good. Wait. All right, talk you got a summer trend you say is perfect for us. Okay, I just want to let you guys know something. I am here for Feral Girl Summer. I actually want to extend it to fall because I love it, okay? But you guys missed one important movement. What? It's called Hoochie Daddy Summer Shorts, okay? Ew. What are you guys doing? Uh-uh, I did not make up this term. The Washington Post even came out Washington with an article Post? last week called I Tried It the Day I Wore Hoochie Daddy Shorts. People are here for it. What are they? Now, what does that mean? Oh, it's all about the thigh meat, honey. We want to see thigh, thigh meat, meat on fellas, no. okay? Now, I'm going to break it down for you. Five inches, you're a certified hoochie daddy, okay? <laughs> Seven inches, you're a hoochie daddy conservative. <laughs> and nine inches, you're a hoochie daddy in training, all right? And 11 inches, you can just stay in the house because, you know, like it's Henry, all about the thigh meat. I feel meat. like Henry's a nine. Nine? Yeah. He's a nine, so okay. he's in training. He's in training. Yeah. What else? What does he training. need to do to get to be a seven or a five? You know, slowly move there. Don't jolt anybody into it. And don't wear the shorts at work because you may get fired like I do every single day. I am like the Abe Lincoln of Hoochie Daddy, okay? How, what are you, a five-incher? Oh, no, no, I'm strictly four. I'm, ba I'm basically in a bathing suit right now, if you really want to know. Stand up. Stand up. Show Stand us up. your legs. Show us. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Go, Justin. Oh, All Justin, right, e, we, we love you. you. Right, you can catch Justin weekdays on Daily Pop on our sister network, E. Coming up next, he hit the jackpot with a fun new movie, but we want to know the story behind. Oh, what? Oh, yes. What is that man Come on, by? On. Let's go. We're chatting with Brian Cranston after this. <laughs> From Seinfeld and Malcolm in the Middle to Breaking Bad, of course, and your honor, Emmy winner Brian Cranston can do it all. Well, now, Brian is in a feel-good movie that you have to add to your summer watch list. <laughs> it's called Jerry and Marge Go Large. It's the true story of Jerry Selby. He discovered a loophole in the lottery, and with the help of his wife, played by Annette Benning, won millions of dollars for their Michigan community. Let's take a look. Something you want to tell me? What? The pantry. I'm playing the lottery. I meant the empty bag of Oreos. I'm playing the lottery and I'm winning. I figured out the math and I won $15,000. It's stuffed inside the frosted mini wheats box. 
Wow. <laughs> you got outed. Ah. Oreos, frosted mini weeds. Yeah, Before we get to all this, and this movie looks it's... like just what we need at this moment, we just have to ask because I know people are tuning in going, yeah, what's, what's up happening? with the beard? What's happening here? What is happening what is here? Happening? It's I out of my... control. It's out of what control. What are you doing there? I'm not shaving, is no, what's honestly, happening. You can, do you put some sort of conditioner here? I, yeah, you put, uh, I'm learning all these things about men with huge beards, and I could twist Whirl it like it. this, like a like a, a, a cartoon villain. How does it feel on your face? Do you like the feeling? I'm actually growing this because I, I'm making a pillow, and I can then <laughs> st stuff. It's like you know. a chia pet, yeah, sort like, of. Like, Wait, but this is for yeah. uh, this is for your honor season yeah. two, right? Season two. Are you shooting it now? No, we're not. In, not, in a couple weeks, we start shooting season two. I'm okay. scared what this means for the second it season. Does, yeah, can you give us a little hint? It's uh, it, it's. Uh, the first season was about a man who uh, loses his soul, sells his principles off for, for what he thought was the greater good. The second season of Your Honor is really about redemption. Yeah. Where, where can someone go? Is there a place for, for uh, that kind of sincerity and, and apologies within our, our mm. society? That's, and that's you a hope yeah. there is, right? Yeah. Like, let's give yes. space for that. I think yes. everyone, this is like perfect timing for everything. And also perfect timing for this light movie about the lottery. Yeah. I mean, so you chose this. Why? Why did you choose this? Role? Well, we were all in the pandemic yeah. lockdown, and this is the first movie that I, I chose to do after coming out of that. And I just personally wanted to feel more uplifted and yeah. lighter and and happier, and 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 to have more of a sense of community. Yes. And this is exactly what this movie does. Uh, it's sweet. It's with Annette Bening and I. <laughs> it's actually very romantic too. Yes, this it is. couple of a certain age who discover this adventure together, and um, they make the best of it. These are real-life people. Mm -hmm. Hoda, Hoda did some serious Dateline research by watching the 60 <laughs> yes. Minutes this morning. Did you get to, to meet Jerry? Annette and I went to Michigan, in Everett, Michigan, right mm -hmm. in the middle of the glove. And uh, we met them. There's a picture of them. And uh, we were able to, to chat with them and figure out who they are and what, what they're all about. They're lovely folks. Mm -hmm. Very, very salt of the earth, trusted and, and wonderful. And, and everything they did was legit and legal. Yes. This wasn't some scam. No. This was like they played it straight and Jerry, really figured it out. Jerry has a mathematical mind. So he was reading a table tent about the rules of the windfall lottery game. And he did some calculations, thought that can't be right, did it again, and realized, <laughs> oh, my goodness, if I play this game at a certain point with a certain amount of money, the odds were actually in his favor. So he's, he got this consortium of friends and family yeah. and, and neighbors in this town together, and they played for nine years. At the end of it, they won $27 I mean, million. That's insane. But you know what's incredible about it and why we love him, too, yeah. is that he didn't just keep it for himself. Yeah. Like, when you said community, right. it was for his neighbors. He got mm -hmm. everybody involved. Got everybody. And he also set up a program where anybody in the town who needed to borrow some money to, to help enterprises and businesses, they can borrow it at almost no interest at all. Mm -hmm. And so that helped. And he also set up college funds yes. for all his grandkids. It's wow. so awesome. Do you, I, I'm looking at you and I'm just remembering I'm sitting in a Broadway seat and watching you do the network and uh, LBJ. I saw you yes. on both. Are you planning to do any Broadway anytime soon? I was electrified. I oh, well, yeah. thank you, Hoda. Yeah, I, I love 
It's so hard to do, mm -hmm. but I love it. It's mm -hmm. like uh, you're addicted to it, and yet it exhausts you yeah. Yeah. when you do it. So I can't do it all that often. <laughs> yeah. And the characters that I'm attracted to are very damaged. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Selby's the one guy. It's like he's not damaged at all. I want to play him. Yes. We'll take him. But usually it's. Wait. It's... Can we just show this one clip? Because you weren't attracted to this character who. Yeah. Well, back in the day. I mean, you were attracted. He wasn't damaged. This is you in Baywatch. Look at you. Oh, uh, look at role. yeah. I mean, look at that. Oh my God! You By the way, the you're wearing the hoochie yes, shorts. The, the... Talk about the legs, kids. Can we see the legs again? Wait, oh, look at that. Excuse Look me. at that kid. Wow. Look at look. the leg. Oh, oh, we, we got to see the. the oh. oh. Look wow. at that rear end. Worth it. Worth I mean, it. I look think you started that. that trend 20 years ago. Yes, I did. The it short short. What this was the early 80s. The short <laughs> short. I think my character name was Drunken Frat Boy or something. And <laughs> something ridiculous. We've little. known that character yeah. before. <laughs> Wait, <do you> tell? <laughs> Thank Jerry you, we'll and be, Marge. You'll be back. Yeah, yeah, he's not going anymore. Okay. Jerry and Marge goes large premieres this Friday, June 17th. It is so much fun on Paramount Plus. All right, Brian's going to stick around. We're going to see if he can fool us. We're going to play Is Brian Lion? Let's see after this. <laughs> oh, his mustache makes it scary. <laughs> Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Emmy winner Brian Cranston. Okay, Hoda, put yeah. on that Dateline hat. All right, we're going to do a little investigating to figure out is, is Brian, Brian lying? Brian's going to tell us a story, and we have to guess if it's true or not, or if he's lying. Okay, okay Brian, Brian, take it away. Go ahead. All right, here's the first one. One night, dreading to see a friend's Broadway play that I was committed to, but was panned by everyone who ever saw it, I walked to the theater to buy my ticket for the next day. As I reached the theater, the doors opened and out poured the disgruntled audience of that evening's show. Taking advantage of the moment, I bent down and swooped up a discarded playbill, went to the stage door, knocked, got into backstage, and up into my friend's dressing room. There, I began to lie endlessly about how much I loved him in this play so that I wouldn't have to see it myself. True! No, you're lying. I think it's no. true. Brian's lying. Brian's not He's lying. He's too kind. He would nope, not do that I think to his he did friend. It. I'm... Telling the truth. Oh! Yeah, you know what? So who was it? 
<laughs> I, I will tell you, he loved the story. John Ritter. Oh. Yep. I, it, was, it was, my wife and I were, were walking along and, I, and she goes, oh, I hear this play is terrible. And it's like, yeah, well, we have to go see it now. And we walked and sure enough, the doors open. I went, do this. And I grabbed my wife's hand. She goes, no, no, because she can't lie. She panics. So I'm going, just follow me. No, 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 no. And I'm dragging her, knocking on the door. I have the playbill. I see John in his dressing room and he goes, you came tonight? I go, yes. It was great. What do you think? You kidding? What do you mean? What do I think? What do I think? What? Are you kidding? Look, I love you. You're, this is just. But what if but he asked you? What part? What, was what your about my part? What about oh, my soul? I can't. I loved so much of it. I cannot select one. It's not. That it's is not genius. Possible. All right, we need to okay. get to the next yes. one. This okay, is so okay. fun. Number two. Uh, I went to summer camp every year and made some lifelong friends. And during high school now as counselors, we stayed up and played poker after lights out. My best friend, Eric Landgraf, was known as the crazy one. And he was a big loser that night. <laughs> so crazed about losing all his spending money that he got the group of us to give him 10 bucks each if he walked through the mess hall the next night stark naked. And I knew that if he did that, he would be fired immediately. So privately, I told him not to do it. And he said that he had to. A bet was a bet. But he asked me if I would help him. And I said, how? And he said, well, if we both walk oh, through no. and you are in your underwear and me naked right behind you, you'll catch everyone's attention <laughs> and I may just get away with it. And I was shocked, but Eric was so convincing. He said that the, it's only it's, it's like you're wearing your, your bathing suit for you. It's no big difference. And so I agreed. And the next night at dinner, I walked through in my underwear and got all the looks as Eric had predicted, but because he was not naked oh. behind me. And I found out later that he made a side bet with the group no. that he could convince me to walk through the mess hall in my underwear. Wait, what? That, wait, no, that's that's so that is no longer my True. False. What? Oh, that was an elaborate. That was the best story, story. ever. That was an elaborate camp story. Of course it is. Eric, is he your best friend even? Uh, who's Eric? Okay. <laughs> wait, we want more. Oh, we can't. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. okay well, right. true. One was true. One was not. Okay. We'll save come the next back. two. Save next them back. You come back, please, right. when your honor is out oh. and you can scare us all. Can I keep the hat? Yes, please you do. can. Coming up next, <laughs> no lion. It's Ginny Mullen. The actress and author who is out with her debut novel. And a little birdie told us we're, <laughs> we're in, in it. it. We're in it. I've read what? it. We're going to hear all about it after this. You're in the novel. We're in the novel. Oh. We're in Jenny Mullen is an actress, a podcaster, just a New York Times bestselling author of two memoirs, and she can now add novelist to her impressive list of accolades. Yeah, her new book, which is everywhere, by the way, it's so good. It's called City of Lights, We Can't Breathe. It's about a mom who gets swept up in the over-the-top world of social media. Jenny, this is so much fun. It's this crazy. book is everywhere. I feel like, oh. for so, you know, when a book comes out, sometimes everywhere yes. you turn, you see it. This is that book. I am so happy to hear that. Yeah. It's everywhere. And what's oh, cool about you. it is that I feel like, I mean, it takes place in New York. Yes. Down by where we live. Mm. Yes. But I feel like any mom can relate to this. Yes. Because it's sort of the world of putting your best foot forward mm -hmm. on social media right. and maybe not your best foot yeah. in your real life. Yeah. Yes. How do you come up with the concept? Well, I would, you know, I found myself, I was living in New York and I had a new baby and I 
was being courted by different brands to promote different things and found myself sort of becoming, I don't know, an influencer of sorts. <laughs> yeah. um, and I couldn't help but notice the women around me that there was a disparity between motherhood as it was presented online yes. and motherhood as we were actually yeah. living it. <laughs> yeah. And at night I would go home and I would just, this question would rattle around in my head and that was, if you're so busy curating parenthood for other people, how present are you in your real Explain. life for your real kids? Pause. Brilliant. Pause. That right there. That's Brilliant. the money. That's it. So it, then what did you do well, with that thought? Well, I was haunted by yeah. it. And I knew that I could not write this book as another memoir. Yeah. Because if I wrote this as, as a memoir, <laughs> I'd have to move out of town, Hoda. I couldn't stay in New York. I would have been driven out. So it's... <clears throat> Fiction, yeah. and um, and yeah, but I mean, it is my my deepest truth, some of my darkest truths, and it's a it's a journey into uh, some of the missteps I've had along the way and the lessons I've I've learned. What uh, makes what yeah. makes it the perfect read, and yeah. you can put this on the back of the paperback, is that it's funny, but it also has this important message, which I'm sure you didn't mean for it to have, yeah. but that like, put down your phones. Yeah, and oh, yeah. no, that was, the, right that was what I wanted. Yeah. Be here, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it is. And yes. how do you all and do that in your own lives? Well, I mean, it's so hard. It's it's like a tightrope. And I feel like before the pandemic, it was really good. It was like, you know, the cigarette that I would hide from my children. <laughs> uh, and then the pandemic hit, and Jason and I were like, how do we strap these iPads to their heads so they can just, like, stay away from us all day long? Uh, yeah, so then, you know. Well, how did we get in the book? No, no, I read you guys, the it's so mad. Sort of the, cli at the, the climatic. You're the precipice. moment. We're the moment. We are. We're stars. Why did you pick us? I, well, first of all, I love you guys. Okay. So and I was you. picturing, you know, I'd been here and I had yeah. done those mom conversations yes. with you guys. And I and I thought, how amazing if this moment happens when I'm in one of these mom or my characters in one of these mom conversations <laughs> and it's Jenna and Hoda. And I just couldn't think of better people to be, you know, divulging all of my truths to. Well, this is going to be a TV series. Yes. yes you're okay. cast. Can we be you're hired? We're in Please. it. Right we here now. Ourselves? Can you guys please commit to doing the series? We commit. We, we commit. commit. <laughs> we would love to be in it. Okay, by the way, you also yeah. make these wild lunches for your children. I do. Yeah, what? Give how please, how, how do feel, you do this? We don't feel we good about like, ourselves. Okay. No, it started out, it's truly just a sublimation of my own guilt, being a working mom. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, you know, our generation, we have this oh, no, issue where no, no. we are moms. We loved you, but not that we can't No, but guys, we are moms who had mothers who work, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're mothers who work, but we also have the the pain and trauma of that latchkey kid. <laughs> so this is me sort of showing up for my son even when I can't be there. It's my version of a handwritten okay. note. But okay, what well, she, about... You know that Hoda writes notes to her daughters I do every write, day. I do a little note in the every morning. Day. Oh, that is so... Oh, so I made you guys lunches. Sivia likes lunches. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, are you kidding? Oh, but let me tell you, the I cupcake you? looked cuter, but Jason did. He ate it? He Jason's was hungry on the car right over. It. Wait, so. did Jason lick my cupcake? Yeah. He look started at it. nibbling. I closed it. I closed Jason hand in it. Mine is too. Ew. They're from Spots, New York. I can get you guys more. I'm going to send some over. It has her book on it. I know. It did have my book. What if you don't have the time to do this one day and you give your kids a regular lunch? Are they like, Mom? What's with the PB&J? Well, no, they love a regular lunch. Oh, you know, my, my kids, I call this, it's called dictator lunches. My children are the dictators. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so when it's a good day and he likes what I've done, he gives me a thumbs up. And sometimes they'll come home and just be like, 
No. He's not into I it? I wasn't into it, mm. yeah. We have a war on blueberries in my house where he refuses to eat blueberries. So you but know what I do? What I keep did. giving them to him. What did you put in these raspberries? <laughs> yeah, What's you, in there? You, you stuffed or rotten? All right, <laughs> that's the easiest part. You what get a that? Benadryl syringe. You pipe What's buy in a yogurt is inside. Is there Benadryl in it? Because it's No so Benadryl buy included, I'm you guys. I'm right now. But they're just little I feel like bites. Jason That's also so somehow inserted in this. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, did you insert into the raspberries? This is the Today Show. You're right. Jason says it's the Today Show. It's family television. <laughs> he doesn't have a mic on, but we're translating. Uh, okay. This book is definitely going to hit the New York Times bestseller. It's oh so God, much fun. From your lips. It is the summer reading book. And the fact that it took you a long time to get it published it or a tricky time, yes. we, we don't do. even understand. We, do. we don't get that at we all. We don't but understand. To so all the publishers that lost it, we saw. Sorry. 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 <laughs> you can check out. I haven't heard the word psych in a psych. long time. You can check out cityoflikesandtoday.com slash shop. Pick it up for your summer reading. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Tomorrow, Emmy-winning actress Uzo Aduba. We love her. Plus, we'll get you ready for summer with travel deals and skin and hair care essentials. I'm I mean, so happy. Today Bye. is... What is today? Tuesday! Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.